0: Hello, and welcome to Success Stories. I'm Kendra Hall, Chief Storytelling Officer at Success Magazine, and this is the podcast where we sit down with the brightest stars and the boldest thought leaders as they share their stories so you can create your own success story. Today's conversation was one of my Favorites. I had all the notes of all the questions I wanted to ask, but the conversation just went in its own direction, and I am pretty sure you are going to love hearing from this man. Chris Gardner is one of the all-time greatest entrepreneurs, but you already know that if you have seen Will Smith play him in the movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, a film about Chris's life. His new book, Permission to Dream, focuses on how we can turn our one day into Today, and it is available now from booksellers everywhere. Chris Gardner, welcome to Success. We are so excited to hear your stories.
1: Well, thank you, Kendra. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, I am. It's the honor is all mine. And actually, I want to start. I didn't warn you about this in advance, but that's kind of my thing now. I want to start with one particular question that I've started asking. All of our guests, right from the get-go. As you know, this is uh, the podcast is Success Stories. It goes out to our success audience. These are people who are achievers and and they're trying to find their versions of success. So I want to ask you, what what is success <clears throat> to you? What does success mean to you, Chris?
1: It's meant different things at different times as it has and does for all of us. What it means right now, for me, honestly. Simple, I'm healthy, number one. Mm. Number two, as a single parent, I've raised two children that have become phenomenal, young mm. people. And number three, I'm now in a position to do work that reflects my values. Mm. And that's my definition of success. Um, I've got to add to that. Helping others achieve a belief in their dreams and pursue is part of my success. Um, how I define success. But most importantly, I am the world's greatest grandfather. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got that. But that's that's my biggest job right now. So that's my world, that's what success looks like over here.
0: Yeah. And and I love how you say, and I, I've been hearing this more and more, and I've I've seen it for myself, which it took me. By surprise, honestly, when I noticed one of those transition periods in my definition of success for me personally and I think it was my first I think it's because it was my first transition um, do you, do you remember any of those th- those transitions mom- transition moments as your definition changed?
1: Oh absolutely look at a point in time it was all about getting... And having. Yes. But now it's about being and becoming. Yes. So did I do the some of the, the typical stuff? Yeah, I did all of that. Did I, I? Okay. How many houses can you live in at one time? Well, <laughs> one. How many cars can you drive at one time? One. Right? But I went through that period where... I had to do that. It was appropriate at that time. Right. That fit my definition at that time. Mm-hmm. But I don't live there anymore. Yeah. I live over here. Yeah. And I like over here. I'm happy over here.
0: You know, and I think that's the key, too, is to to be happy where over here is. Mm-hmm. And to, like, I think that comes with... um. In those transition times, so many people, I think, and especially in this community, it's only natural, look outside of themselves to see what success is instead of, I can tell in the way that you're saying this, this is a very inner, this is a very inner definition of success. And I I am interested with the, this, um, this role as being, a grandfather. Can I, can I, can I ask you about this? Like, what did that, I am just now, I feel like really stepping into my role as mother and having that be a key piece of my definition of success. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas before it was always kind of like, oh, I'm doing all these things with work and I'm and I'm raising these kids and now realizing, I think the pandemic has actually done that. Tell me about being a grandfather.
1: There is a word that men do not get to use until they become a grandfather. The word is joy. Ugh. That's not a word that men use. We don't use that word. But when you meet and hold your first grandchild that is when the word joy becomes part of your vocabulary okay when that happens for you that's a game changer yeah that's a game changer that changes everything the first thing that changes is your child becomes obsolete (laughs) (coughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: I felt that. I feel that. I feel that. I'm on the receiving end of that right now, all of it.
1: I don't even look. Every time I see my son without my granddaughter, I look at him like he owes me money. <laughs> 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 hey, we ain't got nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, like baby. We got nothing to talk about. It's a uh, game changer, okay? So, and again, that's part of this, this whole idea, uh, directly related to your previous question about transition Mm -hmm. in this space right now where I'm all about the next generation
2: yeah
1: all right Uh, that ties in directly Kendra with what we're doing uh, in schools right now for instance I mean we'll talk about it whenever you want but
0: let's talk about it now
1: I'm doing a tour that's going to have me speak at 1000 public schools all across America and I'm looking at this as the largest investment that I've ever made in my 35-year 35, career, 35 year career on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And I'll never make a dime.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? This is not about me. This is about making a huge alternative investment in human capital. This is my success. Yeah, How many other Chris Gardner's can I help create? Mm -hmm. And let me be clear on that when I say I want to help create the next Chris Gardner's. Let's be real clear on that. I'm not saying that from a, uh, a narcissistic or egotistical perspective. I'm saying that to say this. If a young woman comes up to me and says, I want to become a billionaire, I've got to say, I've never done that. I can't help you with that. If a young man comes up to me and says, I want to become the CEO of a major Fortune 500 company, I've got to say, I've never done that. I can't help you with that. Mm -hmm. But when a young person comes up to me and says, I want to do something that I love. I'm committed to becoming world-class at it. And I want to work for myself. Mm To that young person, I can say, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. I can help you with that. And when I say I'm going to help create the next Chris Gardeners, some of them are going to be girls.
0: I bet a lot of them will oh, be. Oh, man. Whoa.
1: <laughs> you better look <laughs> out. You better Whoa, look out. <laughs> baby.
0: <laughs> Careful what you wish for.
1: <laughs> the two most important people in my life right now are my granddaughter and my goddaughter.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One says she wants to become president of the United States. Yep. And the other one says she wants to be an astronaut and go to Mars. And you know what I say to both of them every day? Let's go. Yeah. Let's go.
0: I think about, I mean, I I I remember being in elementary school. Child, um, and I remember having speakers come in and speak it. And whether it was elementary into high school, I, I remember their messages to me. And and when I think back, I wish they. I, I'm thinking about these 1,000 schools that you will be visiting. My guess is it'll be some of it will be virtual, if not all, all virtual. virtual.
1: All virtual.
0: There you go. That's trust me. The elementary school kids. I've got two of them. They know how to do virtual. You don't have to worry about oh, that yeah. for a oh, second. <laughs> yeah. they, they know how it. They know how it goes. But I wish that there had been more of that. More of what you're doing. In 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 school, that that was the that every that every week that that once a month we had someone come in and and breathe this kind of belief in life into us because you have to learn all the you know we're we're going through my kids are doing we're based in New York City they've got their uh, public school ELA tests this week and so it's reading comprehension and it's math and they're you know we're trying to manage the stress level and be like listen these are just but to balance that, I think reading, writing, arithmetic is, is important, but to balance that with the joy that you are going to breathe into them. I mean, 1,000 schools in 2021, like what are your plans for 2022? Like this needs, this should be part of the curriculum.
1: Around the world.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: Our plans for 2022, 1,000 schools around the world. This is the time to be doing and daring yeah. and dreaming big things. Yeah, This is yeah. the time, right here, right now. But let me touch base on a couple of things you mentioned earlier. Uh, you're saying that you wish that there was more of this kind of thing happening when you were in school. Um, I would never forget, I guess it was 2019 when you could move around.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I spoke for a class, not a class, a group of people, and I told them what I'm doing in schools, and a woman came up to me, Kendra, she was 70 years old, and she had become and retired recently from being the, the head of nursing at one of the major hospitals in the New Jersey area.
2: Mm.
1: And what she said to me was, I wish I heard you speak when I was a little girl. Because when I was a little girl and a young woman, all I wanted to do was become a doctor. But at that point, at that time, in our country's history, Mm -hmm. women were told what they could and could not do.
2: Yep.
1: Right? Here she is at 70 years old. But I encouraged her, and I know she did it. She said to me and herself, I want to make sure that my granddaughter knows. If she wants to be a doctor, she can. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, so it, it, this is the time to be doing big things.
0: Yep, I feel that, and I, you are not, you are certainly not alone. But I can't imagine anyone doing it uh, as big as you, Mr. Gardner. So, so let's talk about. I want to talk about an interesting thing um, as we as we you know as we get into the to the bulk of this. You have a book that has just recently been released called Permission to Dream. So we'll talk about that. But also such an interesting juxtaposition. If you think about the conversation we've just had and your definition of success, Permission to Dream is your is your newest book, but you're famous for like the way that every you became a household name like you you live your story lives as a part of all of our beings through that first message, at least first to me, pursuit of happiness. Mm. So, so think about this. The, the, the two, those two titles, even in how you've talked about your progression of definition of success, pursuit right there in that first title, pursuit of happiness. Now you've never been malaligned on like what this is really all about, but that pursuit, but now permission to dream, like what a beautiful progression. And I know there were projects in between there, but I, I do want to go all the way back to pursuit of happiness, uh, made into a movie. Will Smith won the, the golden globe. Can you tell me, so, you know, I love stories. Storytelling is my, is my work is my passion. I can what was it like to have your story Told in such a big way. Like, like, how did that change your life? How did it feel? Can we go back to that? I know it was, it was several years ago, but can we go? Can we start there?
1: First of all, nothing will ever prepare you for the day that the biggest movie star in the world is, I want to play you in my next film. Nothing prepares you for that. Nobody lives their life thinking one day this is gonna be a great movie. And then all of a sudden, here comes Will Smith. It does not happen like that. <laughs> I know. Number Will two, Smith. Uh, oh number my. two. Uh, when I first learned it was going to be Will Smith that played me, I was a little underwhelmed. I mean, because I didn't, I didn't see it in my own mind. At that point in time, when I thought about Will, I thought about big blockbuster outer space.
2: Mm-hmm. This
1: film is about inner space, not outer space. Mm. It was my daughter who broke it down for me when she says, Papa, look, don't worry. If he can play Muhammad Ali, he can play you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow.
0: That is, that's a, hum- that's a humbling crushed.
1: sentence. <laughs> I was <laughs> crushed. All right. But you know what? I was given a very, very unique opportunity. When you normally sell the rights to your life story to Hollywood, they'll give you a check and they'll say, go away. And we'll send you two tickets to the premiere. Oh, wow. And they okay. do whatever they want to do. It was Will Smith who says, no, man, I need you to be on the set every day for filming because playing you is going to be harder than playing Muhammad Ali. His point was, everybody knows Ali. They know the stories. They know what happened. They know how Ali reacted. Nobody knows you. Mm-hmm. So for 17 weeks of filming, Kendra, While everybody else was watching him, he was watching me. Wow. How I move, how I express myself, how I show tension. This guy had me down to the point, Kendra. He has to sign my name to a contract in film. Yeah. Signed an exact replica of my signature. Wow. So if I ever have a problem with identity theft, I'm one you know, <laughs> you
0: <laughs> oh, or yeah. or now anybody who watches it and who oh. now knows that that's exactly what oh, you're. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that film, Kendra, became the first American film ever shown in China.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, Sony tells me it's now been seen by over uh, one billion people all around the world. It's probably more relevant now. Than it was when it was released, because the world we're living in right
2: now—yeah—so
1: many people are having their own pursuit of happiness moments. Yep. So many people now are finding themselves in positions, Kendra, they never thought they would be in. Right. This kind of thing is supposed to happen to someone else, mm-hmm. but now it's me and my family. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So. That film is trending on, on Netflix, and and uh, everybody's having their own pursuit of happiness experiences.
0: First of all, so Will Smith called you. I just, let's go back. Like, did he, did you pick up your phone and Will Smith was on the other side? I just I want to up. clarify. What? It was an unknown number?
1: I hung up on it.
0: What? You hung up on it?
1: Look, let me, okay. Your phone rings right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play this right now.
0: I you're got you. right I'm...
1: now, and it's Will Smith. Like, yeah, right. Click. Right. Calls back. And no, it's really Will Smith. Click. Calls back. Take this number: 310-244-4000. Dial the number back. Uh, Sony Studios, Mr. Smith's office.
0: Oh my goodness. Didn't so you... the
1: voice. So, you want to make a movie or what? <laughs> oh, Man, wow. we sat down, we had dinner at his home, and the funniest thing happened, Kinsman, just he and I were having dinner, right? And a little bit into the conversation, he starts looking in me like this.
0: What I would do if He begun
1: to steady me. And it made me uncomfortable. I had never been studied, right? (laughs) Right? But what happened at that meeting that made, that set the tone for the whole project, Mm -hmm. he asked me to bring along the script and any notes that I might have on it. I brought the script, but more importantly, I brought the picture of my son and I sitting on the stairs of the first home that we got after living on the streets for a year. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, we can talk about the script or we can talk about these two guys. What do you want to do? You know what he chose.
0: Well, of course. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. I
1: knew I'm going to trust this guy Mm -hmm. to slice and dice and cut and paste and do whatever actors have to do to tell stories. And uh, I could not be happier or more proud of the work that he and his son did. I will add this because a lot of people don't know this because only the people that read the book know this. In the film, Jaden Smith plays my son as a five-year-old. They did okay. that for the dialogue between the characters. In reality, at this point in our journey, my son was 14 months old. He was still in diapers. Oh,
2: so,
0: wow.
1: Now that, that changes everything that you thought about that movie.
0: Oh my gosh! Well, I knew I needed to go back and watch it again, but now to go back and watch it with that knowledge—oh,
1: yeah. different. Body oh. oh
0: wow! Yeah. Oh wow! Well, so now, let me ask you this: Your life story gets turned into. Hey, and and you were right about Will Smith. That thing was a blockbuster. You you weren't wrong about you weren't wrong about that. It wasn't outer space. It was inner space. But it was a blockbuster. It goes. It does all of the things that it does. I want to ask you a very as we're talking about permission to dream. This is a personal question. But did you ever wonder then what's next? Like how can like is this. Is this the, when you go that big, when you go that big, do you start to question if anything you do after that is just going to be small?
1: No, I, you go bigger. Go bigger. You go bigger. I mean, you know, Todd Black, mm-hmm. one of the producers on the film from Escape Artists, mm-hmm. uh, Todd Black, Jason Blumenthal and Steve Tisch, Todd gave me the best advice. He said, man, when this is over, you make sure you have something else to do. Yeah. And I did. And as a result of that, I've spoken in over 80 countries Mm -hmm. all around the world. At one point in time, was on the road prior to COVID 200 days a year. Wow. Uh, The first book, The Pursuit of Happiness, Been translated into 44 languages, six dialects of Chinese, and most recently, last year, translated into Arabic for the very first time. Mm -hmm. You go bigger, Mm -hmm. okay? And you go bigger. And you don't just go bigger, uh, you go bigger under your own power now. Right. Okay? You go bigger because you created a brand. You go bigger because now the new book is out. You got no Will Smith, no Sony, no Oprah, okay? And you still go like this. Yep, that's Just awesome. you. You created a brand for the last 10, 12 years and it's all been on point. Every step is on point. Mm-hmm. There've been no missteps, okay? you stay on message. You stay in your lane and you stay Mm -hmm. focused. And you know how you do that, Kendra? You do that by saying no a lot. You say no to things that short term could be lucrative, but no, it's not consistent with your long term vision. Right. You say no to people who come to you from Hollywood and television asking you to, you want to do this? You want to be on this show? Would you like to be that? No. You say no to all politicians, red and blue, that come to you for anything. Mm. And when you say no, Kendra, that helps you define your yes, okay? When you say no, that helps clarify your yes. Yes is when the folks from General Mills call up and ask, would you like to see your picture on the box of Cheerios? That's a yes.
0: Oh, yes.
1: AARP calls and says, we'd like you to be a brand ambassador Christ, 60 million members. That's a yes. When the Vatican calls and says, the Holy Father saw the film and would like to meet you. That's a yes. Okay? That doesn't happen, Kendra, if you had said yes to some of that other stuff. Right. There isn't room for it. You got to say no. And no, Kendra, is my new favorite word. God, I love that word, Kendra. Because when people say no to you and mean it, you're done. You yeah. don't have to waste any more of your time or energy. Mm. Say no to me right now because I got to go find somebody to say yes. Yes. All right. Save me some time. Oh, I love <laughs> people who say no. <laughs> well, I love.
0: The, now I'm feeling. Now I'm like sweating. I'm so happy you said yes to this. This mm. is. This is. A I had to yes. say no
1: That's... to somebody else, but I wasn't going to say no to you.
0: That was okay. That was good. So, well, so I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Well, well, you know. Well, I'll, I'll I'll take that. So tell me, what is it? Let's talk about this new book, Permission to Dream, which I think is so. Again, back to the word permission. Hmm.
2: Uh,
0: why is it that we need? We do we. Like, thank you. Thank you for granting us permission to dream as if that permission didn't already exist within us. So what inspired the book? What even inspired the title? Tell me, tell me about this project.
1: That title is inspired by the greatest gift that I ever got in my life, which I got from my mother, who told me every day as a little boy, son, you can do or be anything. And I believe it. Mm-hmm. And it's very important, Kendra. I gotta say, what she did not say. She did not say that you could have anything. She did not say that you could buy anything. She did not say that you're guaranteed a shirt order entitled to anything. She said that you could do or be anything. And for me, Kendra, that was an even bigger statement. Because if you could do or be anything, all this other stuff will come. Mm. My mother's saying to me, every day, son, you can do or be anything. That was permission to drink. And let me say this. I cannot say, talk about this without talking a little bit about my mom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I talk have about old it. Old-fashioned mothers, thank God. Mm. My mom was the daughter of a sharecropper in Louisiana. Born and raised in the 1930s, 1940s. Those were not the good old days by any stretch of the imagination. But someplace she found it within herself to tell me, her child, that you could do or be anything. Kendra, that was the generational transfer of a dream. So this is not just about me. That's the generational transfer of a dream. I gave that same permission to my children. But now I'm in a position to give it to a whole new generation. And I started with my granddaughter. But let me say this about this whole concept, permission to Mm dream. I think it's more important right now, than any point in recent history. Where we are, where we've been, what we're coming through, a lot of us have given up on our dreams. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are still waiting Or some kind of external validation or for somebody else to say it's okay. No, you got to give yourself permission. And until you do, you can't go forward. You got to give yourself permission to dream. And let me say this. If I could give permission to dream to everybody in America and all around the world right now, Kendra, I believe we probably will all dream of the same thing. (sighs) We will all dream of being able to be with our families and the people that we love right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We probably put a lot of this other stuff on the side. I say that with such confidence, Kendra, because last summer I went over to the gym. Kind of a tough day, but I went to the gym. There was a young, young man, riding his bicycle in the parking lot. Couldn't go anywhere else because of the quarantine. He's riding his bicycle, Kendra, and he's cutting through the cars and the speed bumps and these popping wheelies. He's riding his bike like he's riding in the Tour de France. I stopped him just for a second and I asked, man, if you could go anywhere in the world on the bicycle right now, where would you go? He thought about it a second. He looked at me and he says, I would ride to Massachusetts to see my grandparents. Yeah. <sighs> Baby. I, I have not seen my granddaughter in a year. Breaks my heart every day. Okay? So if I could give everybody this one magical thing, permission to dream, I bet big money, we all dream of the same things. We just want to be with the people we love.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Well, and I think that, you know, it's such an, so we had uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, the reuniting of the grandkids with the grandparents and I I won't even be able to, I won't be able to talk about it. Uh, but you know, that moment when, when you, we were getting off the plane and and walking up and grandma's there to, Uh hug I mean nah, it was nah, I know I'm nah, sorry nah, it's coming nah, it's coming for gonna, you it's coming gotta,
1: I'm gonna turn you off right here I ah. know
0: I know oh, it's coming I'm saying you am saying, saying keep oh. dreaming that dream it's coming it's oh. coming it was oh. it was Girl,
1: we do the FaceTime we do the Zoom. But I know thank I know
0: it's coming all
1: that. it's
0: coming so so, so let's let's take a break no, from no, that
1: stuff. stop
0: I know I know so we'll change I'll, I'll I'm gonna move it because I messed <laughs> up too but I I do want to I do want to ask this because you you were talking about dreaming and and I found myself uh, thinking of the word editing and Chris Gardner do you think that this happens do you think that we have these dreams and maybe because of the circumstance that we're in or, or we, we, we edit them down. We, we don't, we're too afraid to dream as big as we could, or we, we replace, we replace big dreams with more practical ones. Like what, do you see this happening? Uh, That idea of, of editing down your
1: dreams. Well, you gotta have both. Mm. Okay. You gotta have both. And right now, uh, some of the smaller ones are just as important as the big ones. Yeah. I mean, right now, Kendra, we're in this space. We're going to be in this space or some variation of it for at least another year.
0: Yeah. We got I'm that. not
1: saying that based on any scientific stuff. I don't have any conspiracy theories. <laughs> this is my gut telling me. Yeah. Okay. We're going to be in this space Playing on this field, on this court, and this arena, on this pitch for at least another year. Get mm-hmm. your mind around that. Mm-hmm. And when you get your mind around that, that helps you to celebrate some of the baby steps that you take every day. That help you keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is also going to be Kendra a matter of non-linear progressions. It's not Tell going to be that. A, B, C. One, two, three, we're here. Right. That's not how this is going to happen. And you know, let me say this. This whole idea of this book is all about going forward. This book was created. One day, I went to take my granddaughter to get something, a dream of hers. She wanted to learn how to play the harmonica. Ugh. And she didn't just want a harmonica she wanted the ferrari of harmonicas
0: why not why not right. this is
1: what she wants fine
0: can do anything right. play the play the ferrari of harmonicas here there we go,
1: go. <laughs> so i find the place that's got the ferrari of harmonicas we're talking the harmonica that stevie wonder played on fingertips now you're probably too young you're gonna to have to google that I will. Yes. Okay. Part about, one, part fin-
0: okay, so fingertips, but I know the name Stevie Wonder, so so that's so good fingertips. enough. That's, you you okay. call
1: somebody on your staff. Google that. Right. I'm gonna it. Down.
0: do it. I'm gonna okay. do it. I'm gonna
1: write it. And <laughs> put it this way. Now you're in New York City? I am. All right. If Keith Richards and the Stones were in town right now and Keith needed some guitar strings, he would know that there's this one place that's off the beaten path that nobody in the world knows about. But Keith Richards, okay, that's where I got to go. I'm okay. scared all of that to say this, wrong part of town, mm-hmm. worst snowstorm in history, <laughs> lost our transportation, got to start walking home. And we're walking home and all of a sudden this little girl looks up at me and she asks, Papa, what's the difference between a dream and a plan?
2: Mm.
1: And that starts the whole conversation about where we're from, where we are, and where we could all be and go. Mm -hmm. So this conversation is about the path forward. I'm saying all of that because keep in mind, this conversation started four years ago before COVID. Yeah. But we're still, the steps are not going to change. Yeah, We're continuing to try to go forward, okay? And that's, Kendra, one of the reasons why I'm so excited about what we're doing right now in trying to help people go forward and giving them permission to dream. Mm-hmm. And the fact, and helping them be aware of, this has been done before. But now it's our turn. You're right. It's our turn, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you come to Chicago, you shove those books on that shelf behind me. I see them. Years ago, I had a chance to ask my dear friend, Dr. Maya Angelou. Oh. If you could only read 100 books your whole life, where should they be? She wrote me a list, okay? And this conversation right now, you're making me reflect on my last conversation with the doctor. I had a chance to ask her, we were talking about struggle and I asked her mm-hmm. specifically about this struggle, this whole concept. But what she said to me, Kendra, is we have the people for this mountain. And this is pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. We are the people for this mountain and we must all be mindful that there are people who came before us who came up a steeper side of this mountain Mm -hmm. carrying a bigger and heavier load, but they kept going onward, forward, and upward. And still I rise. This has been done before, Mm -hmm. but now it's our turn.
0: Well, and and what do you, what do you think? What do you think about that? I've had this sense, uh, Now, now we're what? We're over a year, we're over a year into it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had this sense from early on, not right at the beginning, right at the beginning, my sense was, this is the worst thing that has ever happened in my life. (laughs) Like it was, it was brutal. I, it was, it was tough. Those first couple of weeks, it was tough. Mm -hmm. But I've had this sense that there's... That maybe my dreams needed some, maybe they were going off on, that this became, if you choose to see it that way, an, an opportunity. You, you talk about seeing your family. I, I think about the dreams that I had, and if I were to really think about them and realizing them, I never would have seen my kids, ever. I would have been gone. I, I was, I did a lot of speaking like, like you did. I would have been so focused on the, what was it that you said? The, the getting and the,
1: um, everything getting,
0: the having and the getting and, and, and how this has been. And so, yeah, I've edited my dreams and there was a period where I thought, well, I just can't, Dream is big. Nothing's going to, you know, I can't achieve that. I can't get to the top of that mountain that I thought I was climbing. And rather, I'm sensing that there's a better way around the mountain that I wouldn't have known had it not been for these hardships. And all of the, I mean, there have been a lot of hardships. There's been a lot of recalibration. There's There's been a lot. Um, and I think maybe my dream is better for it. Do you sense that? And, and is that what people... Are feeling or, or I'm sure there are plenty of people who are like, no, this is this is the end of the dream. This is
1: Don't hang out with those people. Yeah, okay. look, this is where we have all had to make what I call and talk about in the book, a hard pivot. And again, this is pre-COVID, a yeah. hard pivot being defined as something you would have never chosen, but you still got to make it work.
0: Right. Wait, you wrote that pre-COVID?
1: It's all pre-COVID, baby. This is whole idea. Whoa. You know, again, think about it for a second. None of us would have chosen this. Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a dear friend of mine who runs one of the biggest banks on Wall Street. And I said to him, look, man, think about it this way. If you had gone into senior management at your bank January 2nd, 2020, and said, I got this great idea. We're going to do everything remotely and we're going to start tomorrow. <laughs> you would have been escorted from the building. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank security. you for your time. Yes, you would yeah, have been exactly. escorted from the building by security. We all had to make this hard pivot. And there's some things that are certain about this space that we're in now. Kindred, number one, we've all had our worlds rocked at the very same time. Yep. None of us knows how long these new changes are going to be with us. And number three, we are all going to come out of this with some new scar tissue. Yes. Okay? Individually, institutionally, locally, and globally.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. We can also all come out of this better with a new vision and a higher sense of clarity on what's important to us. Mm-hmm. We've also learned a lot about what we can do without,
0: yeah. mm. <laughs> oh. and 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 what we can't do without. What we can't do without.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah Like there, those. Th- I'm like, oh, wait, everything else is gone. I, I need this. I need, I need this. So let me. Um, so much of what you do there's a, there's a running theme and, and even in your, and you you probably, maybe you don't even realize it anymore. My guess is you do, but even in your, you mentioned it earlier in the thousand schools in 2021, uh, you're not going to make a dime on that. Like that isn't, that isn't so much of your message is about giving back. Um, so, but I, I, I want to, when it comes to giving back, how do you feel, does it need to be money? But we've been talking, like there are people who are, you know, they, in a tough economy, in tough times, money may not be, they may not be able to give back. Tell me what, if we want to be Chris Gardner in our own way, what does giving back look like for you? What, what, what could it look like for each of us?
1: Giving of yourself and your time. And it doesn't have to be some great big to-do. Giving of yourself can start in your own family, Uh, your own house. I had to challenge some salespeople recently at a major event (laughs) that this whole idea of this is the time to be doing your best work. Mm -hmm. And doing your best work Does not just mean doing your job. Doing your best work could include being the best father, the best husband, the best brother, the best friend. Okay? Doing your best work here and now. Because if not here, where? If not now, when? And if not you, who? And this whole idea of doing your best work overall with that bigger concept sometimes you got to be willing to work in the rain
2: mm.
1: and i'm not talking about i'll be real clear that. when i say work in the rain i'm not talking about the rain falling from the clouds <laughs> but any other external factors that'll be on your control you got to be willing to work in the rain by the blood sweat and tears that you will generate when you're trying to build something
2: mm-hmm.
1: everybody's willing to work when the sun is shining Sky's clear, sometimes kindred, you got to be willing to work in the rain, baby. And that is the difference between having survived and growing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm looking out of my garden right now and some of them seeds out there, before they started growing, they had to be put into a dark place Pressure was put on them. Yeah. The earth surrounded them. But now I'm looking out here at my garden. And they come. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: look at you. Oh, my. When you uh, come to
1: Chicago, you bring your family, you're going to see uh, an urban garden that kind of is kind of cool.
0: I am holding you to that. Oh, do you Uh, My son just turned 10 years old last week and my daughter is eight. Mm. So, so they are at this, I had the, it's been an intense couple weeks, actually, maybe even just one week of, of realizations that you know, they are, they're growing fast. And, mm-hmm. you know, he turns 10 years old and I'd never thought of it that way before. I I will admit for a long time, I'm like, they are going to be here forever. I am going to be, you know, doing this forever. And all of a sudden it, it a, a switch flipped and I realized they are, they're not going to be here that much longer. They'll be doing their thing. And not, not in this beautiful, pure Eight-year-old way, you know, like there is. <laughs> don't don't tell me. I don't want to know. Ignorance is. What, I don't want to
1: know. <laughs> Take a lot of pictures now. Yeah, are yeah. your little angel now? Uh, no, I
0: know. I know. They
1: change, Kendra. They change. No, they change. no. So they you don't have it. Going.
0: It is. they they've, they've got to go through it. They've, yeah. they've got to go through it. We, we went through, through it. it. We went through it. We went through it. But I will say that it, it's been, um, it'll be interesting to see who and how, who they become, having been children in this time. Uh, because they, they, they're being shaped uh, day by day right now. And so. Well,
1: let's do something. With that one concept in mind, let's do a quick timeline. Let's just go back 20 years, okay? Um, And look at the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. The children born in the year 2000 were conceived in a storm. Mm -hmm. You're old enough to remember that that thing about y 2 K.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember. Right? I remember.
1: The I world remember. was going was to Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Right. My point is the children born in the year 2000 were conceived in that storm of 1999. Born in 2000. Fast forward on the timeline of their lives. One year, just as they were learning how to walk, Kendra, what happens? September 9-11. Fast forward seven years. What happens? global financial Mm crises. Fast forward 12 years, what happens? Politics, polarization, and a pandemic. Mm -hmm. My point is what is the one constant in that timeline? The one constant, Kendra, is big, dramatic, frightening change. There's never been another generation better prepared to embrace, demand, or create change than this generation coming up right here. And that here is what gives me such tremendous hope for the future of this country. And I tell people, and I'm real clear on it, mm-hmm. some of us may be less than impressed with some of the players that are on the field right now, but in America, the bench is deep.
0: Mm-hmm. We're done. Yes, yes. I, I feel that. I look at my, my son, my daughter, and I think to myself, oh, just you wait. Like just you, mm. you wait and see what these young people will be
1: capable of.
0: Oh, and I know it. I know you. it. I know hey. it.
1: Oh, and well, I just want to be here to see it. Uh, I'm cheering them on. I am like um, inciting them. Like, yeah.
0: Well, and with a thousand, a thousand schools in 2021 and thousands more beyond, I can just I know what it is, as I said, to be a child and have your life changed by someone who decided to give of themselves, to share their story, to breathe that life, that hope, that permission to dream into someone. There is no one better equipped than you, Mr. Gardner. This has been one of the great joys of my life, being able to sit here and talk with you right now. And I am so grateful.
1: This has been an honor to be with you. I was really enjoying that conversation until you started talking about folks and grandparents and grandchildren getting real. It,
0: it's you know coming. It's coming.
1: You know, yeah, you know hey. hey it's, right. coming. Right. It's, it's coming. It's coming.
0: Right. Oh, it is coming. Believe that. Dream it. I, it, is it
1: is coming. I mean, I know it's coming. I just got on, um, you know.
0: I know. Picture it. Wait. Be ready, though. Be ready, ready man. Oh man. When that baby uh, comes running towards oh, you. Oh, I
1: know. <laughs> oh, stop. to hang up on you and start crying. I uh, know. Oh, Just oh, hey, you know what? Oh, you know why, what? Why? You
0: you've hung up you've hung up on Will Smith. If I'm another one oh, of the people you hang up oh, on, oh, oh. I'm happy. I'm happy to be in that company. Mm. I can't wait to see you in Chicago. I'm gonna hold that to you. I will sit uh, in your garden. Thank you. Uh, Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for make that. Make sure that we um so, says hit my office, here at your address, so I can sign a copy of the new book and send it to you and your family.
0: I would love that. I would love that. Will do. Thank you so much, Mr. Chris Gardner. Thank you.
1: We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: If you enjoyed this conversation, look up an inch or down an inch and check out all of our previous discussions. You can find those at iTunes, Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher, or wherever finer podcasts are sold. And of course, check out the latest issue of Success Magazine by heading over to success.com slash subscribe and get more inspiring stories like this delivered right to your front door. Be sure to give us a review on Apple iTunes, and you can find me at kindrahall.com or on Instagram at Kindra Hall. That is Kindra with an I. I can't wait to hear the stories you'll tell. Until next time.